about transformation, about outsiders longing to be insiders, about the struggle for acceptance. And The Little Mermaid is quintessential Anderson. A mermaid saves a handsome prince from drowning and decides that she wants to be human too because, as her grandmother tells her, human beings have immortal souls. You must not think of that, said the old woman. We feel ourselves to be much happier and much better off than human beings. So I shall die, said the little mermaid. And as the foam of the sea, I shall be driven about never again to hear the music of the waves or to see the pretty flowers nor the red sun. Is there anything I can do to win an immortal soul? The mermaid's desire to leave the water becomes overwhelming. So she goes to a sea witch who gives her a potion and tells her that when she drinks it, her fins will turn into legs. All who see you will say that you are the prettiest little human they ever saw. But every step she takes will be filled with pain, as if she were treading upon sharp knives. If the prince marries her, she can stay a human. If she fails to win his heart, she will die. Oh, and the witch extracts the most horrible down payment. When at last the magic draft was ready, it looked like the clearest water. There it is for you, said the witch. Then she cut off the mermaid's tongue so that she would become dumb and would never again speak or sing. Oh, man. And yet, does Anderson's mermaid get to marry the prince? No, she doesn't. The prince ends up marrying another woman and the mermaid melts into foam. Classic Anderson. As Jack Zipes puts it, most of Anderson's characters wind up as metaphors for his own suffering. He never felt, at least for him, what he would consider true happiness. And that was the motor mm-hmm. uh, of, of all of his tales. The frustration he felt comes out in most of the tales that he wrote. A lot of the scholarship on Hans Christian Andersen dwells on this point about the connection between his fairy tales and his own life. There's a wonderful essay by Gabrielle Bellot where she points out that just before Anderson wrote The Little Mermaid, he'd been embroiled in a passionate, completely unrequited romance with a handsome young Dane. Let me just read to you from Bellot's essay where she cites a poem that Anderson wrote about his love. It goes, Rosebud, so firm and round, lovely as a young girl's mouth, I kiss you as my bride. The amative poem continues with further kisses and an exhortation to feel my fire, unquote. What does the object of Anderson's love do? He rejects Anderson for a woman. The author is plunged into despair and writes The Little Mermaid, a story about a creature from another world who must give up her beautiful voice, her identity, to be accepted by the greater world, only to be rejected for a woman. And there the Little Mermaid remained, a sad story from a tortured soul. Until one day, she got a new life. It's crazy how much we have to pay for outdated, impersonal health care, and even crazier that we all just accept it. It's time to face facts. Healthcare is backwards. Luckily, there's 